0: Welcome back to Texas by Design. I'm Kevin Cron, the Chief Public Market Officer with Jones & Carter. I'm here today with Emily Fisher. Emily, very excited to have you back on Texas by Design to continue our conversation about the City of College Station.
1: Great, I'm glad to be here.
0: So, next topic. Um, in today's world, you know, projects are more complicated than ever. You know, requiring uh, really focused collaboration across stakeholders. There aren't many projects that you're going to take on, really, in the public realm that don't uh, require you to engage with stakeholders. Um, Can can you talk us about Kenny House philosophy uh, around collaborating with stakeholders um, such as TxDOT and maybe some of the successes you guys have had really with uh, collaborating with those agencies?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I've up to this point been talking about stakeholders but I've meant internal to the city but we we have so many external stakeholders beyond just the public. So TxDOT is a great example. Um, of someone we have to work with. Almost every major road in this city is a TxDOT-maintained road. So um, lots of coordination with them, um, lots of coordination with uh, A&M, uh, with the university, um, because especially road projects, every right, road right. we do is on a bus route usually. So just stuff like that. But TxDOT has been kind of the shining star and all that we've, I, I think personally, We've done a really good job over the last several years of working with them, um, helping each other out. Uh, the city will design projects um, for TxDOT and TxDOT will construct. We've, we've done that on a couple of projects and so far it's been a great success. Um, we work really well with them. We uh, are at the point where we bounce ideas off of each other, um, which I think is working. I, w- I would hope they would say the same, but it, it's, been, it's been great uh, to work with TextDot the last couple of years
0: that's fantastic so it sounds like these joint funded projects you're able to identify a need really work together and really bring value to the public once again
1: yeah yeah we found that um, sometimes if if a project was designed TxDOT uh, the ability for them to construct it or secure funding or however they do that would right. you know it that chance goes up if there's an already sh- shelf ready project so we started uh, the FM 2018 widening project. We actually, that came out of the 2015 bond. We, sure. we designed that. And then TechSaw is, I think they're starting um, early next year on construction. So, uh, really worked with them on a very unique street section for that road. But that's a topic for another. We could do a whole another <laughs> that's podcast another Texas on by that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. But uh, so, uh, looking forward to that. And um, yeah, we've just been. We're lucky in the collaboration that Good. that we've had with them.
0: That's great. That's great. So as far as planning, when it comes to these, these jointly um, funded projects, does it require a higher level of planning, and, and how do you guys go about doing that?
1: Lots of meetings. <laughs> 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 there are a lot of meetings. It does, um, especially, uh, uh, you know, TxDOT's got a lot of different um, areas of, Uh, you know, stakeholders just within them. So yeah, planning these and then you've got um, A&M, like I said earlier, and all different entities, the county. Um, So uh, yeah, lots of meetings, I think um, just kind of setting those expectations earlier um, of what the scope of the project is, what we're trying to accomplish uh, also helps.
0: Does it make it more difficult to set really expectations with the public and really communicate with the public on these projects? Because they they can't take longer from a schedule standpoint. So how how do you guys handle that aspect? It
1: is hard um, because you want to be honest with them. Um, For like a street rehab project where we might be in the middle of an older neighborhood, you can tell them, like, it's going to be hard. You're going to have nine months where your street is torn up and you're gonna have issues accessing your driveway or your mailbox, but you know, um, and we try to set that up front, you know, it doesn't always, there's still gonna be issues when you get to mm-hmm. construction, but um, I think where we've found success is just uh, making sure they know a face to a name and like, hey, you can call me if something, or here's my mm-hmm. my email address, just email me if something comes up, if you can't, you know, get to your trash can or whatever. So. Um, but it is hard. It is hard to kind of set that expectation because you don't really know till you get under construction um, what the effects are going to be.
0: That's that's great. So as this region continues to grow, I mean, and we're seeing a lot of growth in mm-hmm. and around the Cala Station area, um, how, how can the region really take this, this level of collaboration to the next level?
1: Yeah, I, have, I think that we just continue to grow those relationships. So there are there are a lot more entities than just TxDOT or just... Um, the university but um, yeah just keep you know those meetings that I talked about earlier we have these huge meetings just make sure you know everyone's there and right. you're including everyone I think it takes time um, it, we weren't always like this with TxDOT so we uh, it, right. you know you just include everyone make sure everyone's uh, in the communication loop I think it really helps um, to get people involved, and I think that will be a big part going forward because we are right. re- needing to become more regionalized, and the, the area is growing.
0: So I want to go back to, to really the 2015 bond referendum. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in our discussions, really that was that was a bond referendum that really focused on getting the citizens engaged, getting mm-hmm. citizen input into really the types of projects that, that really were going to be of most benefit to the city um can you talk to us really about the goals of engaging the city in that early on um in that in that referendum
1: yeah so um when that started there was a big push to make sure the public was involved from um an early start if you're you know saying especially if there's going to be a tax increase at any point you want to make sure that um everyone has a chance to weigh in um those that want to weigh in can weigh in and um that the projects um are prioritized from, from the public. I mean, we can look at traffic models all day or wastewater models all right. day and think we know what is going on, but actually hearing it from the public um, re- really helps. So that was a big part of um, that 2015 effort. Um, they actually split the, there was a citizen advisory committee and they split it into transportation parks and um, vertical projects groups to kind of vet out the different projects Um, and they each presented a prioritized list um, to council and then council eventually chose the projects for that and it was very heavy on transportation because that was the need that the public saw at that time was uh, a lot of um, expansion and uh, mobility connectivity in the city so it was a good effort
0: That's great. So how, how did it, how did it benefit the overall process? You know, looking at, looking back on it, you know, it's been a few years since that, that all occurred. How did it benefit the overall process?
1: I think just really knowing where, where the public at and and where they see the issues to be might not always be what we see, um, internally. So, um, a lot of projects, uh, transportation projects that came out of that effort were, uh, um, railroad type projects on the, the west side of town along, uh 2150 fm 2154 um which we all knew that that was a problem, but i it kind of elevated it sure. as a problem once the public started pointing out like hey we need these these uh safety improvements so um i think that really uh it, that's a benefit to it it kind of hones you in on where the problems actually are according to the public right, so, right.
0: sounds like engaging the c- citizens really helped to validate the needs yes, is that fair yes yeah that's a great yeah. way of putting
1: it exactly that's great
0: that's great so a little bit more on that topic um, did, did the public maintain their level of interest really in the delivery of the projects you know you had a lot of interest at the beginning mm-hmm. of the bond referendum did you see that that interest maintained throughout the delivery and and that really even construction of the projects uh,
1: some of it has the the committee uh, still gets updates on the projects that yeah. they chose so oh, great. Um, yeah um, they uh, so yes there is um, definitely some interest to see those fall. Now some have taken a little bit longer, yeah. uh, some of the projects yeah. than we thought. And so yeah, just, you know, holistically, like the, the interest kind of wanes when you don't sure. hear about it sure. for a while. But um, we do all of these projects also had public meetings. And so um, that interest also, that always um, garners a group of people just having those meetings that you kind of keep informed for the rest of the project, because you know that they're very like business owners and stuff like right. that. So. Right. Um, there has there yes so the there's been continued interest um, since that time to, to see the project I love the completed. fact that you
0: guys continue to engage them I, I think yeah. I think that's I think that's so powerful that you continue to engage them throughout the entire design process so it really says back to the public to the citizens of, of, of the city that that hey we're, we're we've listened and we're delivering against the needs that, that you identified. so that's mm-hmm. that's interesting so the city's seen tremendous growth and development over the last few years. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about how development actually helps to influence y'all's decisions and priorities from a CIP standpoint?
1: Sure, yeah. Uh, growth, of course, is going to drive, um, especially from a, a transportation standpoint, it's really going to drive yeah. those, those major road projects where we're widening the road. Our southern uh, border of the city is up against the county, so as okay. we've, through the years, annexed, um the the roads in that part of town um are are county roads that are now needing to be turned into um arterials and collectors and not uh county sections so all all because of growth and so um that that is a big driver um especially on the south part of town in transportation projects and and um you know you i always feel like we're just trying to to keep up but um i think we've done a good job of identifying the upcoming projects and and what needs to be done to accommodate fantastic
0: fantastic so as development comes at you and it comes at you rapidly um does that does that require you to constantly look at the priorities and how they're shifting yes yeah Yeah, it does
1: um it, it uh for sure and things that you uh you know five seven years ago i might have thought were really high priority projects because you just you think well that's the direction the growth is going have turned out not to be and then other parts of town um kind of pop up And your, your uh, schools is a big driver of that yeah. um wherever they put a school you know there's going to be a lot of traffic so um uh working and that's another good example of an external stakeholder that we work great with we love working with the school district yep. they've just been great but um uh yeah so where we think focus might be somewhere a school pops up somewhere else maybe we need to shift our our focus over to that area
0: sure so as as far as the city partnering with with developers what does that look like have you seen um, partnerships forged that actually have benefited really the public as a whole
1: yeah i so uh, the city does um, participate in in um, some development driven things. CIP has not seen a whole lot of it, but we yeah. have, there are a couple of instances where um, we've been able to work with developers that might need an improvement um, down the road that we could address now with our capital project. And of course, everything's cheaper to build now mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. in the future. So um, we have, uh, this particular example was a intersection that we were signalizing and simple signal project but their development would require some additional lanes in the future so we partnered with them um they were able to contribute and we could build that now so we don't have to touch it in the future so yes uh, uh, definitely um something we do the city does in general cip starting to see more of that as as we're kind of going to these these areas that are growing Um, but we definitely do like to work with developers and and try to see if we can't work something out. A win-win. Benefits everyone, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: win-win, absolutely, creating those win-win scenarios. Really, last question for you, just kind of looking at at everything that you've accomplished over the last few years, that the city's accomplished over the last few years. um, Just in your words, what do you see, where do you see this going? What does the future look like as it relates to just uh, CIP delivery and and engagement of of, of, um, capital improvement projects for the city of College Station?
1: Well, I see lots of projects in our future no. <laughs> as the city continues to grow. I do see an uptick in projects and, um, I'm really excited to kind of see where the technology aspect takes us. I know, um, just in the last several months learning to work remotely and how much we've been able to accomplish that way. I know that there's more innovative ideas out there to, to help our process. So looking forward to learning those in the future. Um, and just excited to see the city city as I was saying is my hometown so it's it's always exciting (laughs) to see things kind of the city hall is going to be huge it's going to be just kind of a focal point um, of the the city so really excited to see that um, happen
0: well fantastic fantastic Emily and thank you so much for being a part of our program today it was definitely a pleasure to get the Mm -hmm. opportunity to talk to you and learn more about what's going on in the city of college station
1: yeah absolutely thank you
0: And thank you for joining us on this episode of Texas by Design. If you enjoyed this episode with Emily, please give us a five-star rating or like us on YouTube. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on social media so that you can be alerted of any future episodes of Texas by Design. Thank you again for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.